From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 183 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today I'm talking about the second requirement in recovery. Last week I talked about discipline. What is discipline? Why is it necessary to strengthen your overall being, to have a strong foundation, right? It's really important because it makes up a strong individual. They do all these little micro routines that build on their healthy mental and physical body right? You, you can't look into the mirror and say, I'm healthy, and then go smoke a cigarette, right? There's something off. There's an imbalance happening there. And in this episode, I want to talk about training the mind, training the monkey mind, the mind that jumps from every little thing, but also the mind that's keeping you stuck in the past. I mean, you might open the door to the mind and see an overgrown garden that hasn't been attended to for 20, 30, 40 years. And it's overwhelming. People come to me all the time and they tell me how overwhelmed they are because they've been living in the destruction, in in the messy, weed-filled garden their whole life. And it's there's too much there's too much in there it's overgrown to the max and because it's overgrown to the max they're they're seeking help and they're desperate about it right and i certainly was when i sought help for my anxiety disorder so you open the door and you're aware you see this mess inside and you're overwhelmed how am i going to clean this up There's 30 years worth of weeds in here. And yes, it is overwhelming. But before I talk about how you can start to clean that up and what you need to do, I want to go over your comments on previous episodes. Starting with Nick. Nick says, I would like to acknowledge the power of letting go of the wheel mentality. It is one of the key components of healing mentally and physically. Yeah, Nick, um, you're really going to like this episode, so hopefully you listen to this. Rita says, found you a week ago and it's helped me with my PTSD and my anxiety. I've got wobbliness and that feels terrible, but you give me hope that I can recover. Well, that's good, Rita. Lewis says, after listening to many of your podcasts, I realized how many people around me are actually suffering from anxiety. Absolutely, Lewis. Yeah, that, that's one of the things I realized when I was going through my recovery is, wow, all of my friends, the people around me, they suffered from anxiety. And it startled me how common it is rather than feeling alone with it. I started to see many people, they're they're suffering from it as well. It's incredible. Uh, And Lewis also says, I recommended 
the show to many people. Well, thank you, Lewis. I appreciate that. And um, if you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. That'll help spread the word. It'll help the podcast uh, reach more people. Uh, Now, let's get into this episode all about the mind and training this overgrown garden, training this untrained dog, right? It's barking too much. It's running circles. It's tearing up the carpet. It's chaos, right? Let's train this dog. The mind can be a well-attended garden, or it can be one that is neglected and the weeds are too much to handle. The mind can be a well-kept room or one that is piled high with stuff. Why does the room that is piled high with junk trigger anxiety? Well, you walk in and you see too much information. There's too much to attend to. There are too many obstacles in the way. Obstacles that get in the way of simple tasks. You want to walk from the doorway over to your drawers. But there's clothes, there's books, and you even open the drawer and you can't even find the socks you want because there's all these uneven socks, not even together, but scattered randomly in there. There's too much. And now the mind is then required to use more energy to move its way through that environment. What happens when you're driving to work in the morning and your car breaks down and now you have to pull over to the side of the road? The dragon of chaos comes up, but now there's an obstacle getting in the way from your routine. Your routine is to get from point A to point B and now there's an obstacle and that's your car breaking down. And what happens when there's an obstacle in your way? Immediate anxiety. Your stress system triggers. And so the state of your home is a direct reflection of what's happening in your mind. So is is your home, is your bedroom in total disarray? There's stuff everywhere. That should be your sacred space. But now your sacred space is one that requires more mental energy to navigate through? That's not a very good idea. To sort out all that mess up there in the mind, you must approach it in two ways, behaviorally and mentally. Behaviorally is where you alter your physical patterns, your behaviors, and thus shift your mental state. This is a direct reflection to last week's episode on discipline. So I want you to actually clean and organize your room, your home, and see what happens. Clean your car. Stick to a a consistent sleep and wake time. Meditate, journal, exercise, Subtract those negative friends. Take cold showers. Subtract sugar or an excess of caffeine. By doing the opposite of what you used to do, 
you change the mind. You change the circuits. The mind goes, oh, there's another way to live. I don't have to consume three, four cups of coffee a day. I don't have to stay up until two. I don't have to hang around these friends. I don't have to eat sugar to feel good. The mind goes, oh, this is what Brad values. What you act out continuously is what you value. What you attend to the most is what you value. And the mind will adjust to your new patterns. But there is that resistance stage. And as, as the more you engage in these new patterns, the more they become habitual and the resistance dies away and then the benefits come even more after that. Remember, the mind and body are one. Each time you don't pick up that cigarette or you eat a steak rather than the usual Chinese food, old circuits are being disrupted by new circuits. Second is to shift your mental state. So I talked about the behavioral part. Let's talk about the mental state where you can use this inner dialogue to break thought patterns. Throughout your whole life, the mind has been going on and on about what you like and especially what you don't like. And it's all of those things, what you don't like, that are the most self-evident, right? The most potent, powerful. All those emotionally fueled moments of what you don't like have been piled high internally. Your emotional glass is overflowing. The garden has weeds. The room is full of garbage. There's a lifetime of collected garbage up there. Strong emotional reactions that have been collected. And now you're walking throughout your day, reacting with high negative emotion to all of these things. And you're wondering, well, how do I get out of that? Why is my mind always tending to the negatives? Why is my mind always focused on checking my symptoms or thinking about my family members passing away even though I don't want them to? Or why is my mind always going to the worst case scenario about my job or my kids? What is going on? Well, you've given all of those thoughts, emotional, let's say, rewards, attention, emotional attention. And then the mind is saying, well, Brad, you valued these things for 20 years. Obviously, I'm going to keep them at the forefront of your mind. And now that you decided to take responsibility for the chaos consuming you, do you think that by implementing a strategy for a week or two weeks will solve the problem? Well, no. 
Like most people, I was looking for a quick fix. But to solve the problem, to solve this massive imbalance, you have to completely adjust your lifestyle. And you have to resolve all of the emotional baggage you've been carrying around that is keeping you stuck in the past. Like David Goggins puts it, you have to go into the dungeon of your mind. You have to confront what you've been hiding in there. And there's two ways to release all of that emotional baggage. One, fully flesh out old experiences that still cause you negative emotion. And to find out what those experiences are, you have to really ask yourself, is there something from my past that is still bothering me? And once you really ask this question, answers will pop up from somewhere. That'll come up from your unconscious mind, the depths of you. You have to want to find out the answer though and write, write it down. What's really plaguing you? And then you must reframe the experience. In other words, that means to look at it from a different perspective and to attach safety to the experience rather than dread because that's what is happening. It's causing negative emotion because the unconscious is like, hey, Brad, you haven't understood what happened. It's really important that you understand what happened so that I can no longer worry about stepping into the same pothole again in the future so that I, I know that you know everything is okay and that we can move on from this, that you learned the lesson. The unconscious thinks that you haven't learned the lesson of what happened and it's holding on to it to keep you safe. And that's not useful because you're stuck in anxiety mode and you're stuck in the past. Not useful. I'll leave a link to a releasing trauma exercise below that you can do and implement anytime you want to release past baggage. Make sure that you do that. The second thing you can do is you can use that voice in your head to break and release current thought patterns. That voice that you've been listening to for so long can be disrupted and replaced. The devil that you've been acknowledging on your left shoulder can be ignored and you can start to listen to this new voice, this angel-like voice on the right shoulder instead. So you might be sitting down on the couch and the mind is somewhere else. The mind is saying, what if Susie thought I was foolish for asking that question? What? That guy cut me off today. I'm pissed at him. I'm also angry that the store didn't have what I wanted. I'll never get better. Uh... What if this strange mole is actually cancer? The voice goes on and on. The mind is continuously taking you away 
from those moments with your kids, your husband, your wife, those small moments out in nature, and it's taking you into this dark place. And it's taking you to the things that bother you. The mind became so conditioned to respond this way that it has become your new normal. Your new normal is this devil voice speaking to you. But it doesn't have to continue this way. You can disrupt and release these thought patterns by telling yourself, I reject that. Or, so what? Or you can say something like, relax. When you feel that you're in the chaos of your mind, I want you to use that voice and tell yourself, relax. But also feel the energy of the moment. The thought patterns produce a lot of energy, tension. I want you to become aware of the tension as you tell yourself to relax and I want you to let it go. And this is a huge CBT technique, cognitive behavioral therapy technique. You can disrupt your patterns. Tell yourself a mantra and keep repeating it to yourself throughout the day. When you catch yourself in those emotional, negative emotional states, relax, or you can say, I reject that. I reject that. I reject that and keep saying it until the intensity of your train of thought dissipates and it will go away. But then a new thought pattern will come in and then you do the mantra on that pattern. Relax. So what? Or I reject that. And then you won't give that thought pattern emotional intensity and that will float away. And then a new thought will come in And do that again. Keep doing that. So, for example, what if I have this cancer and and then you say, relax, relax, relax. And you relax out of it. Disrupt it. Because the more you feed that thought pattern, the more it sticks around. Or a thought pattern could be, I hate it when... John does this and relax. Or another thought pattern could be, I hope this doesn't happen because it'll relax. The mind is jumpy like an untrained dog. The mind is jumpy like an untrained dog. The dog isn't going to be trained overnight. Takes a lot of discipline. You have to disrupt thought patterns. We dance with our thoughts all the time. A thought comes in, oh, I hope this mole isn't cancer, and you start feeding it, and you start imagining things, and you keep the thought at the forefront. You could have broken away from that thought a long time ago. As soon as it came up, you could have been like, I reject that thought, and it would have dissipated. But you danced with it for a long time. And now 
you're sleeping with it, right? You're sleeping with it. You're having an affair with this thought pattern and it's staying there. Stage one clinger thought pattern, but it doesn't have to be. You could have let it go. It knocked on the door of your mind. You invited it in. You let it have its way with you. And now it's clinging to you like the gum on your shoe. Let it go. I reject that. I reject that. I reject that. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. And you'll see that thoughts get disrupted. And the emotional intensity isn't as much as it used to be. Each time you catch and let go, you are breaking thought patterns. And you're not letting the emotional intensity to each thought snowball out of control. Too many disturbances in the mind is suffering. When the disturbances make themselves known, relax and release. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here. Please leave your comments if you're watching on YouTube. Leave them below if you found this to be helpful. Make sure you go rate and review this podcast. I would greatly appreciate that. Lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.